2: dive into the thriving local arts entertainment and food scene with coasting editor jerry boggs and his guests let us be your guide to the creative
0: south coast
1: all right happy july 5th uh it's the day after independence day and we've got uh we're not done celebrating yet we've got some uh some guests in our uh, Coast and podcast studio so I'll uh, I'll kick things off and uh, just start around the room. And uh, Wendy, you can start introducing yourselves.
2: Hi, good morning. I'm Wendy Hall. I'm the associate producer with New Bedford Festival Theater.
0: And I'm
3: Arvind Martian.
0: I am the producer of New Bedford Festival Theater.
3: I'm Victoria Casillo, and I'm the choreographer for West Side Story at New Bedford Festival Theater.
1: <laughs> well Thank you guys for coming in. It's uh it's exciting. I was just uh I was walking in this morning. You know, we just had the Fourth of July festivities, and I see they're setting up tents for. Uh, Uh, the Folk Festival downtown and then you all are coming up right around the corner it's uh, July's fun uh, (laughs) July's a lot of fun it certainly is so uh, but I'm sure you all are uh, if I remember correctly you have uh, actors and talent coming in very soon soon now
0: (laughs) They rehearse uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of this week. Yes, they actually rehearse on the 4th of July. Wow.
1: hmm <laughs> So is this, uh, you know, I know the. you know, Armand, we've talked a lot about kind of the, uh, the build-up and how busy things are, but does this kind of overshadow all that (laughs) once once rehearsal started once people are in town is it just kind of like okay it's uh... yes
0: we had uh, almost a well it seemed like a bus full of people that came in from new york uh it wasn't a complete bus full of people but it was awesome to see them all stepping off the bus at our bus station in new bedford the show was in town as of sunday the cast was in town
1: that's fun is it uh does it seem more real? Does it seem more exciting? Does it seem more daunting? What's the what? What are the emotions that happen like at this level when you start rehearsals? When you really start?
0: Uh- well, we're doing West Side Story, so that will tell you exactly where we're at. Uh, last year we were doing My Fair Lady, which is all very mannered and it's all very proper. And of course, when you're doing West Side Story, it's electrifying. Everybody just lets <laughs> go. So that it does. It adds a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like up every minute. So it's a great feeling, because that's what it should be in musical theater.
1: And Victoria, I'm sure you've been preparing for the choreography and getting ready to start. What is it like now that everybody's in town and you start going through? Is it kind of assessing everyone?
3: Um, It's really cool. I've spent countless hours preparing the choreography for this. And then finally, um, we ran dance at the gym for the first time on Tuesday. And seeing everybody do the number it was so exciting it made all the hours and hours of work worth it to watch everybody do it um it's really exciting
1: now you'll have to you'll have to forgive me i come from a kind of a sports background I did, uh, <laughs> I, did, I, did, I did sports for 10 years so i kind of think of you all as coaches um and i see you on the sidelines with like a clipboard making notes like you know here's what we need to do next practice uh kind of thing is it is that kind of what it's like or is it uh, kind
3: of i've um i definitely i have to demonstrate every dance Sequence And um, I have to tell, I, ha- I do have kind of a clipboard. I have a notebook where I tell everybody, this is where you stand. This is where you move to. This is your traffic. Um, so I kind of am a coach. And I was just telling Wendy I'm going to have um, the uh, certain gangs run each number every day for stamina. So I do feel like <laughs> oh a coach goodness. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, uh,
1: I was talking to Wendy last week, and I was asking, you know, as you trans- transition from performer to uh, kind of behind-the-scenes are there moments when you're like, I remember how hard it was. I'm going to make sure it's just as hard for you. Do you kind of say, okay, somebody uh, punished me. Now I'm going to punish you. Is there
2: any? No. <laughs> well, no. wait, we're nice. <laughs> <laughs> we're nicer than that. <laughs> uh, I, Victoria, I, w- I was telling Jerry, and I'm sure you feel the same way, that as a choreographer, I always feel like I have to be able to do it. Um, um, and that way I can expect my cast to do it. Um, I staged West Side Story for Festival Theater in 2000, 18 years ago. <laughs> Victoria was still in preschool. <laughs> um, and I actually was pregnant with my second son. Uh, yeah, I was seven months pregnant. Wow. <laughs> uh, but I did it. I did, it. There, was, I did it. there was one point, and I'm sure Victoria can feel my pain, where one of the, one of the actors are in during cool said I can't be here on eight and then here on one and I pulled a rabbit out of my hat and I said play the music and I did it and then I said if I can do it pregnant you can do it yeah.
1: so, so does this mean your son technically has one version of OSI story under his belt is uh, yes. on his resume he yes, can, uh, he can yes. Write that down? and he's
2: actually very good at math and I think being in the womb and hearing all of the birds <laughs> All the
1: counting. Yeah, all the counting and all
2: the music and the intricacies. I um, I always say that led to your math gift. <laughs> That's funny.
0: Now, it's interesting because West Side Story has been done four times in New Bedford. And the first time was at New Bedford High School in 1981. And our original leads are coming to the opening night of the show. Oh, my gosh. And they're in their 50s. <laughs> George and I... Week choreographed it with a choreographer, a local, and she's being honored on opening night oh, wow. because she's getting there. And um, but she's a terrific lady, and um, so it's there's been West Side Story has been very central to New Bedford for so many different reasons. That was 1981. The Z opened a year later after it had been restored and everything, and we did it for the Zayterian in nineteen eighty-seven. And um you both of you gals, it's interesting because Victoria and Wendy both went to the Boston Conservatory. And the man who was in charge of the music theater department was Neil Donahoe. He was our Tony in the nineteen eighty-seven production. So it's all of this is together, and it's we all have that as a commonality. Is West Side Story? It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> it
1: is. I don't know. You know, you mentioned uh, you know kind of staging it before, but but you have a long history with West Side Story. I'm sure a lot of people in musical theater do because it's such a popular.
2: Uh, it is. Show. I f- it's one of those shows that once you do it, you just keep doing it. Um, kind of become mildly obsessed with it. <laughs> um, I, you know, when we brought Victoria on as choreographer, I was so excited because. She's been in five productions of it, and I have done it five times as well. So the two of us are embarking together on our sixth production. <laughs> <laughs> and I can definitely tell you, going back to the sports analogy, when I looked at her notes, it very much looks like a playbook. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but it's, the piece is so perfect that you really, you know, I did it for two years, and you really never get tired of... Absolutely, it. you find new Absolutely. things every time, um, and it's it's it is sh- it's like Shakespeare. It's like I feel like. It- the, it's so perfect that you don't have as a performer, you don't have to do a whole lot. The text is so perfect that exactly. you just if you throw yourself into it, it's exciting no matter what. I was
1: going to ask because there's some movies that come on TV and you're going to watch them even if it's the hundredth time. You know, I'm never like, oh, Shawshank, go mm-hmm. on. Like, is that kind of the same thing with West Side Story? You're not like, yes. oh, we're doing West Side Story again, uh, come nope. on. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> the minute you hear the music, especially um, we were talking about Cool in the Car, how iconic. Um, cool is, and the the minute you hear that, like if you're a dancer or producer or you know anyone involved, it, it in, you know it sort of lights a flame in you, um, and not I mean, musicals. We, there are many wonderful musicals, but there are are few that can like light that flame. Get that ignition going each time, and uh, West Side Story is definitely one of those musicals. It also has and to be a fun thing. of funny. course,
0: as we mentioned choreography, we have to mention the name of Jerome Robbins, who was the original director and choreographer of this show. And among other things, he also did uh, directing and choreography for two other great shows, many more great shows, but two that I would name today. One of them would be Gypsy, and then the other one would be Fiddler on the Roof. And uh, it was a testimony to his genius that when you go to, the, to Fiddler on the Roof and what that's about is drastically different than this. And uh, at one point he introduced a Hebrew watering dance into that, like in the wedding scene. And he's just, and this is the 100th anniversary of his birth. So it's the same for uh, for Leonard Bernstein, who composed the entire score. So these two guys getting together and doing West Side Story, uh, they created a monument, a monument it's a musical theater mm-hmm. so i'm really excited
1: <laughs> well, i was going to ask victoria doing the original choreography was that uh, uh, something you like to see were you like how, how what was your feeling when you uh, you know kind of came on board and said okay we're doing the original choreography
3: um, it's perfect it's it there's there's no other way i mean the music and the dance were created together with this show um you know, Bernstein and Robbins worked together and the movement was created with the music. So, um, I don't think that, uh, you know, there, there have been other versions where people do other choreography, but I, I think that the most perfect way is with the way it was originally done.
1: As a performer, did you do both versions or have you always done the original?
3: I did do one version that was, um, not the Robbins choreography, but that the four of the five that I did were original choreography. And, um, And I did it from lots of different perspectives. You know, I was a shark, I was a jet, I was a swing, I uh, I was Graziella one time, I understudied Anita. I really did like see the show from many different angles and I feel like that helps give me a lot of different Information to share with the actors so that they know exactly what each movement means. And you know, I've I've been on the jet side, I've been on the shark side. I can inform both gangs.
1: <laughs> so, is this your first time as a choreographer for for any show or or this show or? Uh...
3: Um, I've been a dance captain and a, an associate on a bunch of different projects, but this is my first time, you know, sole choreographer credit. Which and is really we brutal. are
0: delighted. <laughs> we are delighted that she's doing it with our production, and I do want to say that um, Victoria is not new to us, she was here five years ago when we did Singing in the Rain, which of course has a lot of the Gene Kelly and Stanley Dunn and stuff from the movies, but that was Singing in the Rain, quite a different show from West Side Story, but in that particular show, Victoria was the girl in green, and the girl in the green dress, and that was a signature piece of choreography mm-hmm. with Gene Kelly and Sid Charisse in that movie she's kind of the vampy gal that's sitting and she her leg goes straight up and all that great stuff so that was our first uh, experience with Victoria how lucky are
1: we and you know I think it's uh, I'm assuming it's not a coincidence I'm sitting here with two choreographers And you're doing West Side Story, which is uh, kind of a little bit of a uh, (laughs) dance-heavy performance. Uh, (laughs) Armand, did you intentionally surround yourself with choreographers for this show, knowing? (laughs) (laughs)
0: But it's funny, because having worked with both these ladies as choreographers, um, and what I will tell you, all four productions, I don't know how you could do West Side Story, Victoria, uh, that production where they didn't use the choreography. (laughs) even when we did it with high school students, and that, those were our best dances we ever had, we waited till we had we thought we could do it, and um, we replicated to the best of our abilities all of it, including the cool mm-hmm. and, and the America, and it was great. And um, so it's a it's a strange thing because when we were making the arrangements for this show in terms of the rights. And the rights are granted by Music Theater International in New York. You get to choose three categories. You can do 100% of the choreography, 50... I don't know how anybody does 50%. 50% of the choreography or none. Well, anyway, we all looked at each other. We were meeting in New York, and we said, it's all. And when you do all of the choreography, you're paying 1% of the gross to the Jerome Robbins um, the family the people who control all of his rights. So it's amazing, Jerry. That's what it is.
2: I, I, do, I do know that once upon a time, and he does talk about this, Armand was a dancer.
0: <laughs> I was. Use the word was. but well, I'm glad you brought that up because I ended up dancing in Fiddler on the Roof. I did the bottle dance. I did all of that, the Jewish celebration dance because I was the rabbi's son. And I did all of that, and, but I also was able in two other shows to do choreography from two of the other masters. I was in Hello Dolly as a Dancing Waiter, and that's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And I was in um, Sweet Charity, Bob Fosse. And what that was, um, I was Big Daddy Brubeck, but I also danced <laughs> through the whole show. And it was amazing. But Gala Champion is the one that did Hello, Dolly, and, and Hello, Dolly's on Broadway again. So mm-hmm. these are the masters. What I will tell you is I, as a producer, really, really, really like doing shows heavy on dance. 42nd Street thrills me to no excess. And um, it's it, it's an amazing thing because the minute you have choreography, that signature, and Fosse is the same way. Michael Bennett, uh, I've never danced to Michael Bennett, but I have done Chorus Line twice as a producer, and all I can say to you is these signature choreographers, they take a show and it's all about everything, moving, moving, moving.
3: And um, I think like the reason West Side is so special is because the the dance is what pushes the plot forward. Yeah, like yes. so many of the plot points in the show are conveyed through dance. So not only does it have a lot of dance, but the story is carried through dance. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes West Side particularly really exciting.
1: And, I know, yeah, you're kind of also, uh, to go back to the kind of the transition theme, mm-hmm. uh, you're also kind of making a little bit of a transition. Uh, talk I Talk about that. And... You know, given your choreography background, doing it with West Side Story, where the dance really is so integral to the story, is it kind of a special uh, opportunity? It's definitely
2: special. So this is my um, first um, go around as a producer. I'm the associate producer on this, and I'm finally making that leap from director choreographer to producer, which is something that I've been wanting to do for a while, and it made complete sense <laughs> to do it on West Side Story, um, a show that I felt so comfortable knowing and knowing um, the what the dancers and the cast will be up against and, and how I, as a producer, can support our cast and crew and orchestra in those ways. Um, and then just... I, it, it's great to be so excited about a project. <laughs> um, I mean, we can't love every project we ever do. We can't love, you know, love every job we ever do. But um, for me to work on this as my first um, producing job is just thrilling and people, a few people have said to me, aren't you sad you're not dancing? And or, and I say, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to, sh- you know, pop my head into the rehearsal hall and see Victoria working her off, <laughs> absolutely working her tail off. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then I'm going to be visiting at some point, like two or three years, and I'm going to say, people will say, I've already started asking me, are you going to miss producing? I say, you can't miss something that you've already done. And I I sit in the office, and I look at all the two two foot by three foot posters, and I've done every show I've ever wanted to do as a producer. So I've got one more left after this year, and... uh, no, it'll be, Wendy's, I'll see her sweating it out and yeah. <laughs> trying to get the rights, and I'm, oh, thank God, I don't have to do that again. But that's, it's the passing on, and it's, I don't think, uh, they used to say about teaching that you knew when you wanted to leave that you would automatically know. And when I was a younger teacher, I said, what are they talking about? When somebody would leave, I would feel empathetic to their situation. I thought, how horrible. What are they going to do now? And yet, when that time came, I was ready. So I'm going through the same thing now with producing. And it's a comfortable thing. And of course, Wendy, having been a former student of mine and George's, and having been on stage in our shows that we produced um, at New Bedford High School, and then she worked for us at Festival Theatre. How many shows? You did like six or seven shows.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, my first professional show was on stage at the Z Summer Theater. It, this was before Festival Theater produced. This was the last year that um, the Zitherian actually produced shows. We did three shows. I was sixteen. It was Chicago.
3: <laughs> <laughs> My first professional job too was singing in the rain. So ah, yeah. there we go. <laughs> it was my first anything.
0: Yeah, that's one of the things you about. It. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah. I thought she is so on the money.
3: <laughs> that was my first time dancing <laughs> in a professional setting, and it was for twelve hundred people at the Z. <laughs> I was so
2: nervous.
0: <laughs> that is funny.
1: You know, talking about kind of, you know, I brought up the idea of kind of a, a movie you'll watch every time it's on TV, mm-hmm. but but you talk about Hello, Dolly! being back on Broadway. I think maybe, maybe musical theater is unique in that the classics really do live forever because each new staging is a new, you know, it's not like you're watching the same movie again. You're watching the same story, but it's going to be different because the actors are going to bring something different. The lines are going to be delivered mm-hmm. slightly differently. All of those things are going to be a little bit different. So it's got to be, you know, the, the fact that you're doing it a sixth time or fifth time is... I can understand why it's not like oh here we go again. It's what are we going to see? Something new? Something great I've never seen before? And
2: new audiences. Um, yeah, I've thought about that, like who, how they again, react. And, again, my eighteen. Well, he'll be eighteen soon, but you know, my son who was in the womb <laughs> uh, now now can see it. So, um, you know, as it. Everyone in the arts, it's super important to get new generation of um, audience members and arts involvement, whether it be through philanthropy or uh, professionals. Um, so that's that's exciting as well. But the, the, the classics definitely... Um, have a leg to stand on.
3: <laughs> also, I keep saying in rehearsal, it's not a museum piece. We don't, you don't mm-hmm. have to say it a, a specific way. You don't right. have to. Right. Everyone um, brings something different to it. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, every time you see West Side Story, it's so exciting because of that. Absolutely. Is, is
1: that a challenge with us, something that that the uh, actors may be so familiar with, that they uh, are used to seeing it one way or doing it one way, or they delivered the line the way it was delivered in the movie when they saw it as a kid?
3: Maybe. I think that um, I keep saying that uh, we're going to find the version that works best for our company, Mm -hmm. um, and we're exploring what that is. And I think that um, as long as it comes from a truthful place, it will work for (laughs) us, and um, what we're finding already is really exciting. Nice. But
0: it's a particularly interesting thing with West Side Story, though. I don't know how anybody can sit through a production of it that totally ignores Mm -hmm. The original choreography, and I give as an example, not a West Side Story, but a chorus line. And I saw a chorus line at the North Shore Theater in the round. I had had produced chorus lines twice. I had seen it, I don't know how many times, on Broadway in the companies. And I... My brain just was trying to (laughs) cogitate because there was never a line. They said, a chorus line? I never saw a line. And it was circles, and it was people at odd angles to each other. And I did say to the producer, I said, well, your choreographer has to be a genius because all choreographers know the original Mm -hmm. choreography. You know what I would find interesting is if we could ask these two young ladies who their favorite choreographer would be outside of the Jerome Robbins since we've been discussing him, discussing him, discussing him.
2: Fossey,
3: I was <laughs> going to say Fossey too. <laughs> I think uh, my very dear mentors, um, da- who my, my dance teachers, um, they're married. And um, Jerome Vivona, who he worked for Jerome Robbins, he actually did West Side Story with him. And then his wife, Michelle Osteen, she, um, she did Sweet Charity Michelle. with Bob Fosse. Michelle's
0: so, name is what? <clears throat>
3: Michelle Osteen. I think um,
0: I know that name.
3: But so, uh, growing up, I had um, lots of Robin's information coming from Jerome, and then lots of Fosse information coming from Michelle. So I feel like those two would be the ones that I was just so in awe of the most.
2: <laughs> and uh, because Chicago was my first show at sixteen, I didn't know what I was doing. I was li- <laughs> literally a deer in the headlights. And Clay James, our choreographer on that, who was in the 1981 version of West Side Story playing Baby John. <laughs> um, I, I just remember he said, you know, like move your, and Fosse's difficult because it's hyperextension. It's, it's very, it can be very awkward, but for some reason my body did it very comfortably and he, you know, he said, "Yeah, you're a Fosse dancer." And I was like, "Really? I don't know what that means, but I'm gonna go with that."
0: <laughs> and, and who was that from the 1980 production?
2: Clay James.
0: Oh yeah. Well, I was going to say, when we did it in 1987 for the Zitherian, Clay James was our choreographer. Correct. What else? And it's funny because I saw Clay James in the show at the time, in 1980, but I didn't know who he was. And uh, that was the Debbie Allen. Yes. And um, so, yeah, Bob Fosse. And I've met Bob Fosse. He's a character, but I loved him. <laughs> Notice I use his name in the, in the present tense. He is a character.
1: I'm struck by how what a kind of a tight-knit family this is you know you all know the same people and work with the same people and they've been in the same shows and it's really uh, you know and I guess you know the next month you all are going to spend a lot of time with each other so it's important that it is a little bit like a family
3: I think festival theater is such a great place because it gives everybody opportunities to learn and grow and become blossom as artists and I feel very fortunate to be working with everybody because it's given me two very special opportunities to grow and become you know, the artist and the person I am now. (laughs) And
0: trust me, it's our pleasure, you know, (laughs) that's all I can say to you. And one of our things about, we don't have a huge long season with the five or six or seven gigantic productions we have. We do one major production a year. We like to think of it as a showpiece and that everybody focuses on that. Um, And it's interesting because we also, this is my framing of Mm -hmm. who we are, we are a stepping stone theater. We don't expect people to be with us for 20 years, 25 years. (laughs) We're hoping and praying that they're going to move up quickly into the business and that we give them the lift and then we throw you out of the nest. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how else to put it. Um, And then...
1: <clears throat> Excuse me. It's one thing that we talked about, I think, last week, and, and uh, to kind of go back to the sports analogy, the hours <laughs> that you all are putting in, you know, there's now uh, collectively bargained. You know, NFL can only practice for like you know ten minutes a day or something. <laughs> How long are your dancers at it uh, for the next uh, you know three
3: weeks? Well, we're at it from ten in the morning to six at night.
2: That's just unbelievable to me. In an air con, unair conditioned. <laughs> Second floor rehearsal space. Oh, my goodness.
3: We were calling it Bikram Dance at the Gym. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: but we perform in an air-conditioned yeah. theater. Yeah. So by the yeah. time they finish doing everything, including all the tech and the dress rehearsal, um, well, actually, tech week, we're in an air-conditioned mm-hmm. theater, too. So, but it's great. There are some theaters, and I, this is a selling point I make to people who are performers, but... Uh, that you go into summer stock. Oh yeah. And you are literally rehearsing and performing in a barn. <laughs> and I know this used to be the case at Theater by the Sea in Matunigrod Rhode Island. Uh, only recently have they installed AC. And I used to say that uh, I saw a production of Jekyll and Hyde and we would do, we wanted to do it the following year and we did. But and they're wearing this heavy clothes. And I assumed, as I'm watching, it was broiling in the house. And I thought, well, the stage must be air-conditioned. And then they told me afterward, no. they oh, mm-hmm. are sweating like you can't believe.
2: They, they, they are, they are old, you know... Prime athletes—they are hard is ultra you, conditioned. How
0: hard is that?
2: It's it's hard, and it's their it's their responsibility to be in the absolute best condition they can be. So they have to watch what they eat. They have to watch. What they drink, they have to watch how much sleep they get. Um, they have to know when to hold back a little and when and when to perform full out. Because if you don't manage that, injuries creep in, and you know that can definitely be the end of a of a performer's career. But they they are like full on training mode. Um, so they can do their jobs to the best of their ability. They are definitely gladiators. It's
1: amazing. Like, when you <laughs> yeah. get done, do you just go home and go to bed? <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah.
0: And, and it's interesting because not all shows require that because I've also produced Les Miserables, which is really an operetta. And we had literally hundreds of people who auditioned for that because the number one cut is of your voice. If you can't sing well, well, goodbye. That's, that's over. But... When you do a dance show, what's amazing to me is in this show, you have to have a complete knowledge and training in ballet. And anybody out there who knows anything about bar exercises and ballet exercises, it's the most difficult and strenuous. And uh, I guess they used to say football players, when they were going through certain training, literally were doing ballet uh, exercises, mm-hmm. and so it is. You're very much an athlete. All these people are athletes in this show.
3: We were just saying um, uh, our dance captain is going to give a ballet bar before um, every show. I think once we get mm-hmm. into the theater, just because we need they need that kind of warm up and conditioning before mm-hmm. they do the show. It really is a ballet. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: amazing. And you know, you mentioned kind of the responsibility, and uh, you know, we're, we're we're sitting here the day after the Fourth of July. <laughs> Do you have any good horror stories about uh, actors showing up a little hungover, oh, maybe man. not at their maybe not at their best uh, yeah. for a day of rehearsal? Uh, any? Uh...
3: You have to get a good night's sleep before you do yeah. a side story. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can say that. Or yeah,
2: you have to you have to fake it really well. <laughs> and I'm sure from your seats
1: you can see the people who are sweating through a rough night. Uh, I can't imagine you know coming in and. Uh, well, it's on that. Yeah, because you're not going to take it easy on them. Because you know, absolutely
3: not. No, no, no marking. No marking.
1: <laughs> I don't even know what that means.
3: Oh, it means that means um, no, no practicing. You have to do it for real every time. Oh, really? Okay,
1: yeah. it's interesting because you know I'm, I'm uh, I've never done musical theater. No, know anything. So it's kind of a new world for me to kind of learn a little bit about. So it's it's I uh, really appreciate you all coming in and talking about it. Um, Talk a little bit about the nuts and bolts. How many people are in town? How many? How big is the? Uh, how big we is have the cast? a cast
0: of twenty nine, and more than half of them are from the greater New York area right now, um, and we have people from further than that. Uh, and it's interesting because we conduct auditions every year. The first one is usually at the Zaiterian, and then we go to NETC auditions, and then we go we do New York auditions. So you see an entire array of talent, but there is no getting around the fact that in the case of a show like West Side Story, you really have to hire a lot of New York people because very few places in the country have this kind of talent and people that have had that kind of training. So, and it, it was my dream to do this show, because it's going to be one of my last shows, uh, to do, to bring in as many of those kind of, kind of dancers that are going to ensure that look with West Side Story.
1: And I'm also fascinated by the idea that you're taking 30 people and dropping them into New Bedford for, the, for a month. <laughs> yes. like, Wendy, are they calling you saying, where do I do my laundry? Like, where do I uh <laughs> Well, I, I
2: did put together... Um... Uh, cast gift bags on the first day, and it had a, a map of downtown New Bedford, and um, a couple of local businesses were very generous to give uh, discounts or packages because yeah, that's sort of like where I am right now. Is I want everyone to feel comfortable with uh, where they are and to take advantage, and I know that uh, the local businesses are excited too because you know you get all these fresh faces, and um, we absolutely want them to have a great experience here
1: and is it uh, you know do they hang out together afterwards is, <laughs> is it uh you know, is it? Is it? Do people get along? Do you have just rivalries? If you like is it just person. like any family?
3: <laughs> totally. I don't think the cast wants to see me because I've been yelling yeah, like, band at them all day. Um, so I usually go home and sleep. But everyone loves each other. Um, it's really, you know, when you're experiencing something like West Side Story, you bond very quickly. And I think, um, I think that'll show on stage. Well, they, yeah, sh- the,
2: the difference. So you know, a, reg- a regular job that you might be brought in for six weeks. Um, uh, you're there. We're all living together. I mean, not me and not Armin, <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. but the, but the cast and crew. They're all they're all living together. So you work together, you live together. It is a fast, instant family. Um, and a lot of those friends and relationships stay with you forever. And people move, go on to do different things. And
3: I could uh, cry thinking about my best <laughs> friends have come from Westhead Story. My very mm-hmm. best friends. Mm-hmm. And I think about them all the time doing this stuff, because you bond so quickly and so intensely doing something like this. Mm-hmm. And when
1: you're doing this, do you have like, oh, this really brings me back to the third time I did West Side Story with, you know, someone of those good friends with, or some...
3: Yes, I said to the Jets, um, I was doing a part of the dance at the gym, the Jet Siren, and I said, you'll always remember, look at the person across from you, because you will always remember <laughs> doing this choreography and looking at their face. Um, really, really special. Mm-hmm. And some
1: and, of those like, summertime, summer camp friendships where you're thrown together like that, it's really even better because you don't spend enough time together to get tired of the other person. So right. Uh, and, good, like, and
2: they're getting paid.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a big that's it makes everything better. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, and it's a strange thing. I, I, and you're hearing it, you you particularly are hearing it from me today. No matter what we pay any of these people, We are not paying them enough, and um, it just knocks me out how much work is put in for what is not a really big salary. And of course, what we do because we have equity actors, they're union actors, and what I choose to do as a producer is that I pay according to if somebody's getting equity tier one or tier two. um, I. Morally, it's not right for me to offer somebody else uh, more money if they're a non-union actor. So I tell the non-union actors that it's scaled, we scale it. And it's to me, it's never enough money. I, I always wish I could hit the lottery and pay them what they're <laughs> worth rather than what we pay them.
2: Even, uh, you know, so Victoria is working... From Monday until the show opens, um, so so that's July second through July twentieth. She's working, you know, eight hours a day, six days a week. She is in charge. She is in charge of you know all of these people, making them you know teaching them and being clear. It's a tremendous responsibility. But her work started weeks and months <laughs> ago, where she was in a studio with friends working out the choreography so it you know so she could be ready to teach it so you know so she's been working since february or march (laughs) on this um so it's uh it's not something where you know you come in and you're like all right i'll just figure out what i'm doing today um yeah it's 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 weeks and months of pre-production um before you actually get into the rehearsal stage um, and then until you get into performance stage. So it's. It
1: has to be a labor of love.
2: I was
3: just. <laughs> I was truly just going to say. I, West Side Story deserves, um, the piece deserves. Mm-hmm the d- attention to detail and those hours it deserves it and the cast deserves to get to learn um and have an experience learning this show i want i said my goal was to give them an experience learning it like i did because mm-hmm. i was so fortunate to have people who really cared and it was uh, their labor of love and they passed it on to me and i really wanted to pass it on to our cast in the mm-hmm. same way
0: now it's interesting because <clears throat> each of the three of us are at a crossroads in our careers <laughs> <laughs> so it's I'm thinking primarily of you right now. All of a sudden, how does it feel that you're standing in front of an entire cast, Victoria, when you have been in five other casts of this show, where, as you described it, you're really tight with everybody in the cast, and now, like, you go home at the end of the day, and it's not quite the same. How do you feel about that?
3: It's definitely different. I mean, some of you know some of my favorite memories of West end Story were, being in the trenches with everybody but mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of that for two years and um, I felt like I was ready to take the next step and it, mm-hmm. it's, it's good I can see I can see what they're going through and I remember m- m- going through it myself and I feel like I can offer support and um, you know Some knowledge for them but it's 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 different but it's it's still okay (laughs) and and you're at
0: that stage now where you're passing it on you're the person that's teaching and you're the person that is guiding them to do the best west side story they can do so it's a big deal it's a huge responsibility huge
3: responsibility i'm sure wendy when she did it as
0: i've said to wendy um, A producer's schedule is not a director-choreographer's schedule. (laughs) And what happens with each of our different angles on this is that we are now, all of us, in a position outside of the cast looking in. And it's a very strange thing because we've all done performance as well. And uh, I, I think that's when you realize when you're involved in doing musical theater that you are on all the time. Once you get into creative, uh, the creative uh, staff or if you're a designer, design staff, you are working all the time. Uh, there mm-hmm. are no hours. I mean, even in our rehearsal schedule at some point, I was looking at the one for today, the rehearsal schedule, and some people have a good portion of today off mm-hmm. from the cast, but. Nobody else does. <laughs> What's a day off? <laughs> yeah. What's a, yeah right?
1: <laughs> As you transition from the cast mm-hmm. on up, are there some pangs when you see the cast getting together and and you know they kind of have that family that you are on the outside? Is that uh...
2: Well, I can only speak for myself, but I, I enjoy being in charge. <laughs> <laughs> so So to me, it was it was sort of easy for me to to leave that facet of being in a cast. I also found that I don't I have a short attention span. So if you're in a run of a show, which means once it, once it goes up and it's in performances, I, I got bored mm. because you're not learning anymore. you're not growing anymore. The show is set. And you have to do it the same way i was on tour with chicago many many years ago and two weeks in, i was like oh my god how am i gonna do this i'm so bored um so so for me uh i'm i'm happy where i am just because of who i am as a person Mm -hmm. um and i i like i like the idea of bringing all people together and then saying Go do
0: your job. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it, it, it does do one thing for you, though, because when you go to see a professional show, or let's say a long-running Broadway show, and people have been doing it for months and months and months, and they get one day off a week, it's grueling. And I always kind of chuckle to myself, because at one point they were saying that um, Miranda, Lewis uh, Hamilton, Lewis?
2: Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel,
0: Lin-Manuel Miranda. Miranda. They were shocked that he left. This is a a civilian saying this. How come he left after one year? I said, because he had no life for one year. (laughs) I said, he had one day off a week, and, you know, what is that? And and that, to me, is what amazes me, because there are people in our business that they live that way all the time. It's always about performance. It's always about uh, if you've got a performance in the evening, you gear the whole day, and, and and you you reach a crescendo at night. Most people have a completely opposite experience in mm-hmm. other jobs where the crescendo comes in the morning. But no, eight thirty a.m. They're, they're gearing them <laughs> you hope the crescendo comes. In. <laughs> I was never a morning person, so I wasn't crazy about that. No, it's
1: interesting to hear you say kind of the idea of like, okay, the show is going on on board. Because to me, I always think of like, oh, the rush of the curtains opening. And is did did you feel that way, Victoria, about the show? Is it or is it? Okay, we spent a month doing this, and now it's like... Oh, God, okay.
3: Everyone would laugh at me, but I never got tired of West Side Story. I was so excited every day. Sometimes I would run to the theater and say, Oh my gosh, we're doing West Side Story two times today. But I don't feel, to go back to your question, I don't feel a pang of you know missing it, because I really did have many very treasured experiences. Because you are
1: closest to being in the trenches. So you see the people now doing it, and you're like, Oh, I'm not... No,
3: I feel... Strangely, and I didn't know how I was going to feel, but I do feel like I'm ready to, you know, I had that experience, and I'm not, I don't feel robbed of that experience, Mm -hmm. because I had it, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm ready to give in a different way, for this show in particular.
0: Victoria, can I ask you a loaded question? Sure. (laughs) What, What would be a title of a show... There, there is life after West Side Story. <laughs> there is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody said that to me at one point when we were doing Chorus Line the first time, because I really got into that. <laughs> and I, it just was very emotional, because it was still running on Broadway when we did it, the original. So I was like, over the moon. and But it's true of West Side. There is life after that. <laughs> what would you like to do?
3: Oh, man. Um... I, I teach and choreograph and uh, perform all the time, and I really just am happy when I dance. So I, I just, any opportunity Is to Is there do a this. show, though, title? Well, uh, actually, uh, Chorus Line was the first show I ever saw. My mom took me to see the revival, and it totally, I never, I haven't had a chance to do it yet. And I would uh. love, love, love to be a part of that in some way. Um I know Wendy did you were Christine. I was. Yes, <laughs>
2: yes. I've done uh chorus line three times performing performing in it. And the first time I did it uh, was with Michael Susco, our director. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> way back in nineteen ninety
1: one. Back to the small family. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. You and and one of the the girl who is playing anybody's uh, in our show, her name's Zuzu. And her name is Zoo Zoo. (laughs) Zoo Zoo. And she's 18 years old, and she just graduated high school, and she's here. And Michael, our our director, and I both went to college with her mother. that's when you
0: know you've been around for a <laughs> yes, while.
2: Exactly. Dude. So yeah, smart, you know, and she, when I when I was talking to Zuzu, she said, "I'm I'm I'm seeing how small this world is." Yeah. And I said, and that's a great lesson to learn when you're 18. <laughs> Because you, you realize how you handle yourself um, in every cast, in every production. Um, that carries with you.
0: And I have a memory of Wendy and Chorus Line, <laughs> where I was at NETC auditions. And it's usually all day Saturday, all day Sunday. And I looked on the schedule... And Wendy is the first candidate to step on the platform at 9 o'clock in the morning on Sunday morning. Now, sometimes, as a producer, I don't quite make the first one on Sunday morning. But I said to George, our artistic director, I said, I'm going to this. I have to. She did the music and the mirror at 9 o'clock. The
2: Bravo. Which is uh, the, the character of Cassie does this huge. Cassie huge um, dance song and dance number in the show and you know victoria knows it's pretty yeah it's it's a workout (laughs) and i had two minutes to audition for 100 producers and it was 9 a.m on a sunday and i said i am i'm gonna do this
0: (laughs) so so much for the glamour of
2: show business (laughs) so
1: uh, you know and and you talked earlier about kind of the, the work schedule for now, until the twenty second, mm-hmm. you know I work under 20th. Da- daily twentieth.
2: Okay, <laughs> even better.
1: <laughs> I work under you know kind of daily and weekly deadlines. But to me, that seems like holy cow! That's not a lot of time to get ready for
2: this. We have deadlines. Do you have? Yeah, because we move into the theater. Uh, so right now we're um, rehearsing at the First Unitarian Church, and our last mm-hmm. rehearsal at the church will be July fourteenth, and then we have a day off, and then on and then on that Monday we move into the theater. Mm-hmm. So then we add tech costumes orchestra makeup lighting all of it so so a, a huge deadline is uh, the run the last run of the show which means we do the show um, from the top to bottom without stopping that that happens July 14th Wow
1: <laughs> so it has to
2: be taught memorized acted um, you know as good as it can get. Um, by the fourteenth of July.
1: In your in your both of your new respective roles, does that time seem less
2: than it did when you were acting? It's about the no. same. Okay. <laughs> so there's no
1: extra pressure of the clock ticking. No, we're,
2: we're just, I think we're used to it.
0: <laughs> and there are theaters. I always think that we provide all of our people with acres of time because I have heard of theaters that do. Ten shows in ten weeks, and you're rehearsing one show in the daytime and performing another one at night. And I had a former student and an actor that worked for me, uh, and he said at one point he was doing that at the Mac Hayden Theater, and he said... In the middle of a show, he couldn't remember what show he was in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever Impossible. want my actors to feel that way. You will know; they'll all know that they're in West Side Story every minute. Yes. Yeah. Well,
3: this this time rehearsal period is generous because right before this, I just did a production of The Producers, and we set it in five days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Five a, days in the studio. <laughs> that's
1: a, it seems impossible to me, but uh, coming from the outside, it just seems like it can't well, possibly. Mo- so most, many moving most parts of coming them together.
2: No, kn- know their lines and they know their lyrics and they know their music before before they come into rehearsal. It's not you know like eh, da 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 da. <laughs> okay, now sing it da 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 da. These actors get their materials at least at least their scripts and scores way in advance. And working
1: with professional actors, I'm sure makes a exactly. difference because they do. Exactly. Know this so show. they've
2: photocopied, they've highlighted, they've gone over their music um, because because they want to, they want to be the best they can as well you know none, yeah. none of them come into this saying well whatever
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have never seen that
3: exactly. in all my years <laughs> and dancers are so smart they have to be able to pick things up so fast that's um, true yes. and it amazes me how quick everybody is <laughs> yeah I see
1: like you know just you know uh, someone do okay do one two three and you do that like. You know, the teacher does it kind of halfway, and then the dancers do it immediately. And I was like, it would take me a month to remember those seven things in in order. Like, I couldn't remember a phone number. Like, I don't know how you do it.
3: We staged Dance at the Gym, which is, what, a seven-minute number? Yeah, yes. and it is a massive number. We did it in six hours.
2: That's amazing. <laughs> um,
3: um, yeah, they, that's a testament to how fast our cast is. And
2: that is also a testament to Victoria, because if you are a choreographer who wasn't completely prepared and 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 follow a schedule um that could have easily gone off the rails um but for the fact that she did that in six hours and they ran it yesterday no Uh, tuesday they ran it on tuesday after that um we made a good choice, and Victoria in that role. And Armand
1: and I have talked in the past about when the show goes on, you're kind of moving on. You know, when the when the curtain yes. comes am up, I'm moving on. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah. because right now I am thinking of next year's show. I'm doing stuff with that already, and uh, it's. It, I will be seeing a production of next year's show at another theater. As a matter of fact, this Sunday, on my only day off in the <laughs> week, I will be going to see next year's show at another theater. And I'll, I'm so. seeing
2: it next Tuesday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but one of the things that's been my good fortune—I I say this all the time—years um, and years and years of working with musicals, and I've also directed plays. At one point in my life, I directed a production of *Death of a Salesman*, which requires for a director a whole different set of of things you have to do with actors. And one of the things that I noticed the difference between actors and and, and people who created dance or worked with dance. Is that actors sometimes have to be told you have to work you have to communicate with your entire body your body English is as important as the words you speak and some of them they think it's only the lines and it's very funny because um, dancers automatically know uh, Mm -hmm. when they walk into a room they just don't walk into a room it's like they make a statement (laughs) and uh, so I like that because it becomes immediately theatrical without having said a word. So it's an interesting thing to do this side of the business because doing plays is really a completely different set of
2: uh, skills. Yeah. Interesting.
1: So nuts and bolts again, you're, uh, when, uh, when does the curtain rise? When, uh, when do we get to see the uh, fruits of all this labor?
2: July 20th, 7 p.m. is our opening night. And Victoria will be able to sit in the house. And Watch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> watch it. Yep.
0: And it's interesting because um, we will all look at it that night and say, here it is. It's opening night. And it is very, a very exciting performance for any show, the opening night. Um, and I do remind everybody out there, it's not too soon to be getting your tickets. So you can call the Zitherian box office at 508-994-2900. That's 508 994 twenty nine hundred. The box office is open Monday through Friday, ten in the morning to five in the afternoon. And you're Saturday, ten until three.
1: And you get them online at Zyterian.org.
0: would yes, you say absolutely? Online. Dot org. Online. online. Yes, yeah. you can get yes. them online. Anytime. Zyterion <laughs> yep.
1: Well guys, thank you again for coming in. Uh, can't wait to uh, can't wait to see uh, see where it all
0: goes.
2: Thank you so much for having us.
0: Thank you, Jerry. Thank you.